And while we get into another SU oddities uh, on this one, uh, a little bit different. We got some uh, tidbits and some tales to tell. Uh, so here we go. A very sad ghost at Big Moose Lake. On a warm summer day in 1906, 19-year-old Grace Brown and her boyfriend Chester Gillette arrived at Big Moose Lake in the Adirondacks. Grace had learned that she was pregnant and was hoping Chester would propose. They rented a boat, and Chester rowed them onto the lake. Without warning, Chester hit Grace in the head with a tennis racket, rolled her into the water, knowing she couldn't swim, and watched her drown. Well, holy shit, that's a quick turn of events. Anywho, Chester, who was from a more well-to-do family, had no intention of marrying Grace, who worked in his family's factory. When he discovered she was pregnant, he wanted to silence her. However, great God, Kennedy. Anyway, sorry, <laughs> bad joke. Grace became post- uh, posthumously famous, inspiring works of art like Theodore Dresser's novel An American Tragedy, and he was silenced. Chester was convicted of murder and executed in 1908. Nevertheless, Grace's ghost has haunted the shores and lodges at Big Moose Lake ever since. People who see her believe she means no harm. They describe a sense of overwhelming sadness, which appears to keep the modest factory girl tied to the place where her life was brought to a tragic early end, along with her child. Yeah, yeah, shitty. So, something I've always wondered about, a ghost in the Bible. You know, again, I've read the Bible a few times over. Um, eh, good book of moral examples, nothing more than that. Uh, but are there actually ghosts in the Bible? Who does a king talk to when God isn't listening? According to the book of Samuel in the Bible, a witch, that's who, Saul, the king of Israel, was at war with the Philistines and frustrated because God did not answer his prayers for wisdom. So even though he had banned all conjurers, Saul disguised himself and sought the counsel of the witch of Endor. At his request, she called forth the spirit of the prophet Samuel, who asked angrily why he had been summoned. Why hast thou disquieted me to bring me up? Uh, Saul told Samuel that he needed assistance in his war. But Samuel refused, telling the king that the next day he and his sons would die and the Philistines would conquer Israel because Saul did not obey God. Some interpretations suggest that the witch of Endor was not a true medium and that God sent the real Samuel and not his ghost. Other interpretations suggest that this story is biblical evidence for the existence of ghosts. So, I'm, I'm going to go with the latter just because, you know, I'm weird like that. I'm sure most of you have heard this term, uh, but in case you didn't, <laughs> necromancy. This is a practice of conjuring spirits of the dead for specific purposes. Sometimes necromancy is used to procure important information about the past or future. Necromancers may raise spirits in ghostly form or in bodily form when corpses literally rise from the grave. This form of magic dates back to ancient times and appears in lore from many cultures around the world, including Egypt, Babylon, Greece, and Rome. Necromancy also occurs in biblical texts and is frequently and often incorrectly associated with Satanism. Rumors about the necromantic interests of John George Faust, uh, 1480 to 1540, became fodder for numerous fictional interpretations about the perils of dealing with the underworld and making deals with the devil. Moral of the stories, it's a bad, bad, very bad idea. (laughs) So there's that. A Tale of Two Brothers 
Part 1. For such a tiny country, Malta is crowded with ghost stories. One of the most disturbing involves two brothers who lived together in a large house on the island of Gozo. The younger brother was quiet and kind, while the elder brother was arrogant and entitled. When the younger brother fell in love with a local girl, the elder brother came to desire her too. So he chopped off his siblings' hands and threw him down a well. Without hands, the young man was unable to climb out or to swim, and he quickly died. Oh, wait. Oh, and threw him down the well, not them down the well. Okay, that makes sense. All right. So threw the guy down the well, kept the hands on the side of the well, because obviously, you know, nothing sticks with two nubs, I guess. Anyway, the young woman had no idea what had happened to her view, only that he had disappeared from the village. Heartbroken, she turned to the elder brother for support and eventually married him. The wedding was happy affair for all. The next morning, the bride woke to find that her husband had been strangled in the night while she slept. Love and jealousy, after all, never die. And we'll have part two on the next one. Stay weird. <laughs>